Hey, how's it going, everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. So this is a Speaking of Harmony podcast, episode 59. Here's another anatomy of a song for you guys. This one in particular is the anatomy of an arrangement, right? Because I'm going to be going through a song that is not one of mine, but I, I had recorded very, very, very peculiar, particular arrangement of the classic John Coltrane composition, Giant Steps. It's recorded in one of my uh, quartet albums and also had some kind of a solo version around on YouTube and a lot of people have been asking me not only for charts but also for uh, you know some kind of a breakdown of how I came up with this arrangement right so today is the day right before we go to that don't forget to join me in my channels you know subscribe to my YouTube channel this is all my uh, social media stuff don't forget to uh, you know hit the notification button so you get uh, notified when a new video comes in. Also, this is uh, this video is also brought to you by now by my dear patrons in Patreon. Here's a link in Patreon if you want to join the gang as well uh, on Patreon. I'm putting tons of content over there constantly, all the time, including you know people get to see these videos before everybody else. And I'm doing you know extra things. For instance, on this particular one, I'm gonna give them the actual chart of this arrangement so they can play. So if you really want to take advantage of all this stuff, join us at Patreon, all right? So let's take a look at that. This arrangement came up with uh, my band in Austin. And I was playing at this club uh, sort of every week. Uh, right before I moved back to Brazil for a couple of years, then I came back here. Uh, we were playing every night. And one time, um, you know, I just kind of came up with this pedal idea. Because, you know, Giant Steps is such a, you know, powerhouse. Right? You have so many frantic chord changes they have to, like, account for, right? That, you know, my initial idea was what could I do to do something different than what people usually do? Which they want to play fast, of course, and then some people try this low. Uh, you can put pedals, you can do all kinds of things, right? So what, I, what my approach was, was actually, you know, just do some kind of dull, like really static pedal in which the melody will, you know, take itself through that pedal, right? So this was like an F-sharp pedal thing that I came up with, you know. Right? So my initial idea was play the melody through that pedal, and of course you're going to hit some you know, top spots, so... Right? That was the idea. So that kind of gave me a, um, you know, some kind of, some kind of like F-sharp, uh, sus, flat nine-ish type of sound, like this kind of thing, like... This was kind of the chord that kind of generated this whole arrangement, right? right? And with that, I created this 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 auto material, which complements the giant steps melody, which came up from this sort of pedally F sharp, you know, sus flat nine sound. So I came up with this.
see that I'm always hanging, leaving the G hanging to create this, you know, uncomfortable kind of unsettling sound because that's what was the. steps is presented with this scenario which is a very kind of dark awkward kind of thing but I really liked it because it was so different than anything else we hit that and then it just kind of became a kind of backbeat, you know. So much room to experiment that if a drummer, so much room to kind of play on that. But, but that was the idea, just to have this kind of... major Frisian type of, you know, sus4 flat9 vibe, paddly F-sharp, right? This is a huge name, but I just came up with this name, right? But this was my idea. I wasn't really thinking of like, okay, I'm gonna put this chord in this chord. It's just like pedal, ecstatic idea, then play around with that. Came up with this riff, right? The, this this uh, secondary material. Then, you know, then I came up with ideas and, you know, I was playing this stuff uh, all the time with my group and then we kind of expanded the arrangement and um, there was a bass solo that happened here over this, you know, spedal, right? And then here comes the part that the arrangement kind of, you know, uh, gets sent off to a different thing. So we're going to use this, I use this material to start changing the bass and creating uh, different chords so this this idea each part of this fragment was assigned a bass which then uh, sort of implied a chord right and then you don't really know when you listen to it because everything's kind of this weird pedal but then later in the song it gets revealed and then the you know the listeners say oh that's what these chords were about and then kind of jam on that right so on the recording, you have the amazing Justin Vasquez on saxophone. It's a really musical compadre of mine. I've been playing for a long time, many years. So he went down to Brazil at the time. I recorded this album in Brazil. This album called Connections. Link here in the description so you can listen to it. And also link so you can follow the video. So it was videoed as well. So, um, so after... I, I do a solo as well over this F sharp after bass solo. I guess the approach was okay. What, what were you thinking when you saw him for that? Like so many things because it's such a such as free for all kind of territory. You can hang with 
you know, just regular, you know, mixolydian, you know. Uh, of course, I had to do the flat nine, right? Right? And the flat six as well, flat 13. Basically, I was thinking of a um, uh, B harmonic minor, basically, right? So, to catch all those notes that I was talking about. So, uh, B harmonic minor was kind of the, the basis for what I was going for at some point. Right? But I was using different sounds too, so I was over superimposing. Superimposing like a, a G diminished um, major seven sound over that chord, so I was also playing around with the diminish. So I was doing this because also I was I wanted to play with this third like duality, like major third, minor third. They both kind of work in the context, so I was doing this. In Some triads, you know. I was playing C major over here to get this sound. Right? I was also playing D major at points to get this, you know, superimposing triads, right? To get these kind of chords. Right? So I could uh, at times uh, treat it as some kind of outro. Or two, but I was mostly going for diminished kind of sound here and like the harmonic minor type of sound, right? I was thinking of the progression that I'm gonna present to you guys later coming up I was already superimposing that with the phrasing and I'll come to that right now um, so after that I started like 
setting up the next section. So I was playing that figure again, that the secondary melodic material. Everybody join me and I'm still in pedal. And then we release the beast, right? Which is the, the progression is allowed to happen. Because the whole regimen, I'm like just kind of holding everything and just getting everything tense, like this minor second thing. It's like building a lot of tension on purpose to get released here. So we uh, expose this melody again, but now with the chord progression that is supposed to be. And then, ah, that's what it was. So that's the, the, the got you moment, right? So I'm, I'm going here. That's a cool progression, I must say. So. Can be like an E minor 11 with B on the bass. C sharp half diminished. Sometimes I use the 9 as well. D major 7 sharp 5. Right? So if it just fits perfectly with this uh, bass, uh, with this uh, material, and the bass is, is delivering the actual progression that no one is expecting. Because, you know, we have been building this tension. It's like, man, like, tense, 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 and then. There's like a big, big roll of the Then there's a saxophone solo, and then Justin Vasquez just kills it, playing so beautifully over those changes. Another cool thing is that the F sharp pedal thing that I was, you know, playing through the whole thing is still kind of kept as a top note of all the chords because you have this. That's another glue, right, for the arrangement. To have that pedal being part of the chords. You know, the chord moves, but the note is still there, giving, you know, some kind of beauty, some kind of bridges and relations within these parts, right? And I try to play that note on top when I, I'm accompanying, right? Um, so in terms of, of blowing over this this uh, this tune, this, this part, right? Good oldie mixolydian, right? You can still kind of play it actually. 
the same scale over the next chord, right? You can think of E Dorian, but it's just the same scale, right? The same sound. And then here, I'll do the classic Delocrian 9, Delocrian 2, slash 9, can you use The sixth mode of the melodic minor, right? So here, I'm playing E melodic minor over this chord, right? Or Locrian 9, if you think like that. To get the ninth and eleventh in the sound, right? And then here, here I got the um, Lydian sharp five, right? The sort of the third mode of the melodic minor, I think. That's correct, right? Correct me if I'm 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 wrong. Right? So on this chord, I have you know D. Major seven sharp five, so I'm gonna use the Lydian sharp five thing. So I'm basically playing B melodic minor on, on top of this chord. Right on top of this chord. So you have this the sharp five and and the sharp four. I'm also using the shape, the one, two, five, seven shape thing that I use all the time. I talked about it in past episodes. Part of the kind of the language that I like to use. I am superimposing this sometimes. See this shape, and just to use this a lot too. So like a PG, this chord, see this structure of this that's kind of like um, I would approach because sometimes I solo over that part as well when I'm playing trio and when Justin plays he, he blows on, on that section Whoever is soloing calls that that uh, the melody again, you know. that, and then the cool part is that to the end of the, it's, it's kind of like a train, right? A freight train that you have been building this tension, and then you release it so the train starts moving, and then it's just going straight into you know whatever. So basically, we keep building the energy up since we release the chords, right? So we keep playing this, right? And then the cool thing is that I'm then superimposing the giant steps melody 
on top of this melody. And there were some moments, some moments that they really clash, but just on purpose to get this, you know, superimposing ideas to bring the melody of Giant Steps back to actually finish the, the song. So we're playing this. relaxing but that relaxing with a minor second is not really relaxing you relax with your eyes open kind of like you know and then I just play that sequence those structures with the bass and then I end and then I end in that shape again that I'm using the one one two five seven shape kind of generate a F sharp major added fourth to the chord, right? So both third and fourth in the chord. So that's how the, the arrangement ends, right? So that's how, kind of how the arrangement ends. So this is the idea for this giant steps arrangement, my my goal to was to uh, what is the opposite of what the song is telling me, you know, the whatever everybody is doing already so so much is actually going through all those crazy changes. So I kind of went to the opposite way because that's you know what seems uh, that I was you know hearing at the time. So I actually stalled everything into a pedal that is very tense and build the tension, build the tension, create this support melody to Giant Steps melody again. And then that later is revealed that that melody actually comes also with a package. It comes with chords that release that tension of the F sharp and then Still, the F sharp is on top of all this chord, so you, you preserve some of those ideas. So this is all kind of arrangement uh, ideas that you guys can use when you you know do arrangements and, and composition and stuff like that. Right? Uh, there's a really old video also of me playing with an eight string guitar, playing through a loop. I did this as well, and then I just kind of played around a little bit, just as a solo guitar arrangement. that here in the comments as well so you can take a look um, but just to tell you that the initial arrangement was for a band kind of quartet quintet kind of kind of thing right 
there's some live videos of me playing that arrangement uh, on YouTube. You can find on my channel some live shows uh, when I'm playing that on several shows. So you can dig in over there, dig up some of my channels over there. But the original, like the official version, is this one from the Connections album that I linked here as well. Right? So this is the anatomy of a song uh, of this week, you know, episode 59 of the Speaking of Harmony podcast. I hope you liked it. I think, you know, I hope you thought this was useful. And there's a bunch of things you can use in some of those principles um, that you can use on your own compositions or arrangements. Right? I really uh, hope you enjoyed that and keep, keep suggesting it. You know, people seem to be interested in this kind of content. So I'm definitely going to keep doing it as I'm having fun also while I'm doing it. Um, you know, I really appreciate if you guys support the channel by subscribing to it and uh, you know you know hitting the uh, notification and all that stuff and also this is all my social media stuff and you know again I'm, I'm building a, a nice community on Patreon if you want to join us you you get this kind of stuff but with more detail because I'm you know I record lessons uh, you know just diving in specifically and telling them and, and people have questions and I address them and I give them support material like PDF this arrangement all the patrons will have the, the PDF of this arrangement so they can play uh, the song and all that so if you really uh, consider supporting my videos and help me out to put to keep putting this content out you should definitely join us uh, at patreon we're having a lot of fun there the link is here to join patreon it's very small fee every month so you'll be able to take a lot of content I must tell you and you know I hope you enjoyed this one and I hope to see you in the next one. Mm -hmm.